Welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of our Motivation Podcast. Today, we're joined by Larry Donovan, our resident motivational coach, to discuss a highly significant topic, the role of motivation in education. Larry, it's great to have you with us again. Thanks for having me, Susan. Education is indeed an area where motivation plays a crucial role. I'm excited to share some insights on this topic with our listeners. So, Larry, when we talk about motivation in education, what does that mean exactly? Well, Susan, motivation in education is the driving force that propels students to engage, learn, and achieve. It's what fuels their desire to learn and their willingness to put effort into their studies. Without it, even the most intelligent and talented students may struggle to reach their full potential. That's a great point, Larry. So how does motivation influence a student's learning journey? There are several ways motivation influences a student's educational journey. One of the most important is through engagement. When students are motivated, they're more likely to be actively involved in their learning, which can lead to deeper understanding and better retention of information. That certainly makes sense. Let's dive a bit deeper into this. How can educators and parents foster motivation in students? There are several strategies that can be employed to foster motivation. Firstly, it's important to create a supportive and positive learning environment. This involves setting clear expectations, providing constructive feedback, and encouraging students to take ownership of their learning. Another key factor is relevance. Making learning relevant to the students' lives can enhance their interest and engagement. That sounds like a comprehensive approach to fostering motivation in education. I'm sure our listeners would love to hear more about these strategies. So let's dive deeper into each of them in the following sections of our discussion. Absolutely, Susan. Let's start with creating a supportive and positive learning environment. This is a multifaceted approach, and it starts with the teachers. Teachers play an essential role in shaping the learning environment. Their attitude, approach, and interactions with students can significantly impact a student's motivation. Teachers need to be mindful of their role and strive to create an atmosphere that encourages curiosity, values questions, and nurtures a love for learning. One way to do this is by encouraging students' efforts and praising their progress rather than just focusing on the outcomes. This helps foster a growth mindset where students believe they can improve and learn through effort and perseverance. That sounds like a great approach, Larry. But how about students who struggle with certain subjects? How can we motivate them to engage with these challenging areas? Great question, Susan. For students who struggle in certain areas, it's crucial to break down big tasks into smaller, manageable parts. This can make the task seem less overwhelming and more achievable. It's also important to help these students see failures and struggles as opportunities to learn and grow rather than as indications of their lack of abilities. By doing so, we can help foster resilience and perseverance in students, which are vital components of motivation. That's really insightful, Larry. Now you also mentioned the importance of relevance. Could you elaborate more on this? Certainly, Susan. When students see the relevance of what they're learning to their own lives, they're more likely to be engaged and motivated. This means connecting the lessons to real-world contexts or to the students' interests and aspirations. For example, if a student is passionate about the environment, a science lesson could be tailored to discuss environmental issues. By drawing these connections, we're not just making the lessons more engaging, but we're also helping students see the value and applicability of their education. And this, in turn, can boost their motivation to learn. I love that approach, Larry. 
Making learning relevant certainly seems like a powerful tool for boosting motivation. In our next section, let's talk more about other strategies that can be used to enhance motivation in education. Absolutely, Susan. Another key strategy for enhancing motivation in education involves giving students a sense of control over their learning. This can involve allowing students to make choices about their learning, such as choosing topics for projects, deciding how to present their work, or even deciding how they want to study for a test. When students feel a sense of autonomy, they're more likely to feel engaged and motivated because they have a personal stake in their learning. They're not just passively receiving information, but actively involved in the learning process. That's fascinating, Larry. The idea of giving students more control over their learning seems very powerful. But how can teachers implement this while also ensuring that the necessary curriculum is covered? That's an excellent point, Susan. It's important to find a balance. Teachers can provide choices within the structure of the curriculum. For instance, while a certain topic might need to be covered, students could choose from a range of activities to explore that topics. Or, if a certain book needs to be read, students could choose how to explore or present their understanding of the book. I see, so it's about providing choice within structure. Now, Larry, you also mentioned earlier the importance of providing constructive feedback. Could you elaborate on this? Sure, Susan. Constructive feedback is critical to fostering motivation. This type of feedback focuses on what students are doing well and how they can prove, rather than just pointing out what they're doing wrong. It's about guiding students towards improvement and learning, rather than just evaluating their performance. When feedback is constructive and focused on growth, it can help students see that they're capable of learning and improving. It can help them understand their strengths and how to leverage them, as well as identify areas where they need to put in more effort. All of this can boost their motivation to learn. That's really insightful, Larry. Constructive feedback certainly seems like a powerful tool for enhancing motivation. Let's delve deeper into other effective strategies in the next part of our discussion. Absolutely, Susan. Another important factor in motivation is the concept of goal setting. This is something we've touched on in previous podcasts, and it's just as relevant in the field of education. When students set specific, achievable goals for their learning, it provides them with a clear direction and a sense of purpose. It can also make learning tasks feel more manageable and less overwhelming. Achieving these goals can then boost students' self-efficacy, their belief in their ability to succeed, which in turn can enhance their motivation to learn. That's really interesting, Larry. So it's not just about setting goals, but also about helping students believe in their ability to achieve these goals. Could you tell us a bit more about how teachers can foster the sense of self-efficacy in their students? Sure, Susan. One way teachers can foster self-efficacy is by providing students with opportunities to succeed. This doesn't mean making tasks so easy that they don't require effort. Instead, it's about setting tasks at the right level of difficulty, challenging enough to push students but not so difficult that they become discouraged. Another way is through modeling and social persuasion. Teachers can model behaviors and attitudes that they want to encourage in their students, such as perseverance in the face of difficulty. They can also persuade students to believe in their abilities, providing them with encouragement and reassurance. That's really insightful, Larry. The role of teachers in fostering self-efficacy and motivation is certainly important. In the next part of our discussion, let's explore further strategies and approaches to enhancing motivation in education. Absolutely, Susan. 
Another approach to enhancing motivation in education is through relevance. Students are more likely to be motivated to learn when they see a relevance of what they're learning to their lives. This can be achieved by linking learning to students' interests, experiences, and aspirations. For example, a teacher might link a lesson on fractions to cooking if that's something a student is interested in. Or, a teacher might link a lesson on persuasive writing to a social issue that a student is passionate about. That's a great point, Larry. Making learning relevant and meaningful can certainly enhance motivation. But how can teachers find out what their students are interested in or passionate about? That's a great question, Susan. One way is through getting to know their students, perhaps through conversations or surveys. Teachers can then use this information to tailor their lessons and activities. Another way is through providing students with opportunities to explore their interests and passions within the context of the curriculum. For instance, a teacher might provide a range of project topics and allow students to choose one that aligns with their interests. That's really insightful, Larry. The idea of tailoring learning to students' interests and passions certainly seems powerful for motivation. In the final part of our discussion, let's wrap up our exploration of the role of motivation in education and discuss some key takeaways. Sure thing, Susan. Another critical aspect of motivation in education revolves around the learning environment itself. Classrooms should be designed in a way that stimulates motivation. This includes the physical environment, with factors like lighting, temperature, and noise levels playing a role, but also the emotional environment. Creating a positive emotional environment means cultivating a classroom culture of respect and acceptance, where students feel safe to express their ideas and ask questions. This sense of safety and belonging can boost their intrinsic motivation to learn. I completely agree, Larry. So the learning environment plays a huge role in motivating students. What about the role of feedback? We know it's important, but how can it be used to motivate students? That's a crucial point, Susan. Feedback is not just about telling students what they did wrong. It's about helping them understand what they did well, where they can improve, and most importantly, how they can improve. Feedback should be specific, instructive, and timely. When given correctly, it can significantly boost a student's motivation by helping them see the progress they are making and the next steps they need to take. That's really valuable advice, Larry. So, feedback can act as a powerful motivational tool if used correctly. As we approach the end of our discussion, let's summarize the key points we've covered on the role of motivation in education. Absolutely, Susan. Just to recap, we've discussed how the intrinsic and extrinsic motivation of students both play significant roles in educational success. We've looked at the importance of setting achievable yet challenging goals and the power of creating a learning environment that's both physically and emotionally stimulating. We also emphasize the vital role of making learning relevant to students' lives and interests. By linking educational content to their passions, we can help them see the value in what they're learning and foster a greater sense of motivation. Finally, we underscored the importance of constructive feedback, which when delivered effectively can be a powerful driver of motivation by illuminating students' progress and areas for improvement. Those are some great points, Larry. It's clear that motivation is multifaceted and plays a critical role in educational success. To ensure that our students are motivated to learn, it's crucial that we, as educators, create an environment that encourages curiosity, respects their individual interests, and helps them see the relevance and value in what they're learning. But before we close, Larry, do you have any final thoughts or words of advice for our listeners 
many of whom are educators, about how to cultivate motivation in their students? I'm glad you asked, Susan. My advice would be to always keep in mind that motivation isn't static. It can change from day to day, even from moment to moment. As educators, we need to be adaptable and responsive to our students' needs and moods. If we see that a particular approach isn't working, we should be ready and willing to adjust our strategies. Moreover, motivation isn't one size, fits all. What works for one student might not work for another. We need to take the time to understand our students as individuals, their interests, their struggles, their goals. Only then can we effectively foster their motivation to learn. That's really powerful advice, Larry. Motivation isn't static or one size. We need to be adaptable, responsive, and most importantly, understanding of our students' unique needs and interests. I want to thank you for joining us today, Larry. Your insights into the role of motivation in education have been enlightening. I'm sure our listeners, many of whom are educators themselves, will find your advice extremely valuable. It's been a pleasure, Susan. I'm glad to have had the opportunity to share some insights. I hope they can be of help to your listeners in motivating their students. Remember, motivation is the key that unlocks the door to learning. So let's continue to inspire, motivate, and educate. Absolutely, Larry. That's a great note to end on. I'd like to thank our listeners for joining us today. We hope you found this discussion as enlightening as we did. And remember, as Larry said, motivation is the key to learning. So let's continue doing our best to inspire and motivate our students. Stay tuned for our next podcast, where we'll explore more interesting topics related to motivation. Until then, this is Susan signing off. Remember to stay motivated.